Hello, I'm Lauren. I'm one of the missionaries in San Francisco. This past Sunday, we celebrated the Feast of the Transfiguration. And for me, I don't know why, every year I'm always surprised that this feast happens so quickly in Lent because I am praying with the image of walking in the desert alone with Jesus. And then suddenly we're invited to climb this mountain and to witness Jesus being transfigured. But I find it actually quite beautiful that this feast occurs, and I was understanding that this feast occurs to add depth to our desert experience within our Lenten journey. The year that I lived in Arizona during my Jesuit volunteer year, and I had the opportunity to explore the Sonoran Desert. And there are so many biospheres within this desert. Yes, there are patches of this dense desert that are enormously spacious, and there are streams and rivers and mountains, the Grand Canyon. It's extremely diverse. So the Feast of the Transfiguration can change the scene of our place of contemplation in prayer. So I don't know how often you go climbing mountains, but it's not easy. I've only climbed very small ones. <laughs> but the act of going up a mountain is really exhausting <laughs> and it's freeing. And I invite you to begin your prayer experience by imagining yourself climbing this mountain with Jesus and Peter and James and John. We now have companions on our Lenten journey. And to just think about what was the week like that I lived this past week? And what were those different experiences? To just become aware of what we've lived, how you were feeling, and to share that in, in dialogue with your companions on this journey. In the reading of the Transfiguration, which is in Mark 9, it says that Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain on their own by themselves. And that's the intention of going up this mountain, to find ourselves alone with God so that we too can be transformed. Now, I think we're all very familiar with this reading that while they were on this mountain, that Jesus was transfigured while in their presence, right? And then of course, Elijah and Moses, they appear to Jesus and then Peter and all the other disciples, they're frightened. He Peter begin, become, begins to ramble. He doesn't know what he's saying. Let's make three tents and stay here forever and ever. Um, he didn't know what he was saying. They were, they were frightened. And then it says, A cloud came, covering them in shadow. And from the cloud, there came a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to them. Now, it really helped me to pray with the fact that these disciples were covered by
by the shadow of a cloud. And for those of you that live in the Bay Area, perhaps it's helpful to imagine this as fog, thick fog, where all of our senses are obscured. You know, our sight, our sense of smell, we don't know what to think. It's, it's the symbol of just complete stripping away of the senses. And so a cloud that's covering them with a shadow that implies darkness and from the shadow of the cloud is where precisely where the voice of God emerges Saint John of the Cross he has a beautiful poem which is called walk in the dark he writes if a man wishes to be sure of the road he travels on he must close his eyes and walk in the dark. To listen to the voice of God, we must not only stop speaking, stop rambling like Peter, but we must allow the rational left side of our brain to become quiet, to enter the darkness of not thinking as St. John suggests, and to let go of our own thoughts so that we can enter that deep silence and listen. We climb high up this mountain with Jesus to go beyond the perspective of the other person, to go beyond the perspective of ourselves, beyond our own thoughts, so that we can truly hear God when we are reminded by him, this is my son. The beloved, listen to him. It is in the obscurity of this mountain fog, of the darkness, of the cloud of not knowing, that we can come to a deeper place of knowing, of sensing God. So I invite us now, at this point of the meditation, to try to let go of thoughts, of images. And if during our prayer, thoughts emerge, that's okay. We can reorient our beings. I know that a question is a thought, but if it helps to enter into this stillness, into this meditation, I invite you to think about what aspect of our ineffable God do you sense right now on this mountaintop? Is it the experience of God as a father, as a mother, this loving voice? Perhaps it's compassion. The experience, perhaps, of the word beloved by God. Or maybe it's simply the word presence. What is that aspect, that one word that connects you to God? Because it can help us to let go of our thoughts by focusing on just one word that captures this sense of God. Even the word Jesus is powerful to orient us. So I invite you now 
to whatever word you choose to breathe this word in and out. To savor this alone time with God. And again, if thoughts emerge, that's okay. We can gently come back to this space, to the shadow of this cloud, to allow ourselves to slowly enter the darkness of unknowing. To rest for as long as we'd like. And if it's helpful... Perhaps we can stay with the words, Beloved, listen. Rest as long as you'd like in this space until you are left only with God. <laughs>